the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to be with you today. A Wednesday edition. Bruce Hooley Show should be a beautiful day. And I have a whole stack of encouraging stories today. I know it can be very, very, very discouraging to be a conservative, to stand for truth. We're in a culture where nonsense uh, pervades, evil pervades. And uh, it seems like the tides are uh, overwhelming at times against things you don't understand or can't possibly fathom, uh, boys saying they're girls and companies honoring that and you being told you're evil because of something you couldn't have helped being born a certain color or you're an an oppressed person simply because of your ethnicity. A lot of crazy stuff. And it's not too often we get as much encouragement, as much indication that um, there's still a lot of people who have their synapses connecting correctly. It's one of the reasons why I'm really encouraged about the American Leadership Forum on Sunday night at Genoa in Westerville, and one of the reasons why I'm really hoping you'll come. Sure, we're going to accomplish a lot in terms of you getting to know the candidates for the soon-to-be-vacant seat in the U.S. Senate held by Rob Portman. We're going to accomplish a lot in that. You're going to get to meet Josh Mandel and Bernie Moreno, Jane Timken, J.D. Vance, Mike Gibbons, Matt Dolan. You're going to see... uh, purposeful, thoughtful debate, the kind of thing that we like as conservatives. We're not into shouting and screaming. That's the left's way of handling situations. Shout you down. Burn it down, right? No, no. On the right side of the aisle, and right is, you know, (laughs) a multiply- applicable term, right in correct and right opposite of leftist, on the right side of the aisle, we like an exchange of ideas. We're about freedom of speech. We want ideas articulated, heard, evaluated on their merits. And that's what you're going to get with Hugh Hewitt moderating this evening. You'll be able to hear the candidates talk. They won't be interrupting each other. That won't be permitted. And that's great. Fantastic. Ph- phenomenal. Get your tickets, 989theanswer.com. But besides that, besides that, it really hit me today. There's a larger purpose in you attending. And the reason why you should attend, and we're doing great on ticket sales. It's not that we're, oh, hey, pump the tickets. We're, we're hurting. No, we're doing great on ticket sales. But I really mean this because here's what I've gathered in the year that I've been doing this show. Lately, I've been out and about in some environments where people know 
who I am and what I do because I'm there to speak in my role as, you know, a host here on The Answer. And A, I'm shocked how many people know what we're talking about, how well-versed they are. Uh, That's encouraging. It means you're engaged. But what is more encouraging than having people say, hey, I love your show, and it's great. It's like, that's nice to know people listen. But what's more encouraging to me is this. This is the most important thing, and this is why I'm going to share a bunch of headlines today at the top of the show and into the second segment, maybe beyond, that I think are encouraging. And here's the reason why. Because when I'm out, when I read these headlines, when I see stuff happening across the country, I realize something that invigorates me and I think will invigorate you, and that is we're not alone. We're not alone. That can be debilitating. And that, I think, is what the left wants to think, is that you are in such a minority. Nobody thinks like you. You're crazy. You must be nuts to think that just saying you're a woman doesn't really make you a woman. You must be nuts in saying that Pete Buttigieg shouldn't get maternity leave for two months, even though he didn't have a baby, and even though his wife didn't have a baby, and there's nobody in the house who actually had a baby and went through the physical upheaval and needs to recover. It's not like... Pete Buttigieg's husband can't lift a baby because his uterus got flopped out on the operating table and he had major abdominal surgery. No, you're not crazy to think that's stupid for the transportation secretary to take two months off paid by the taxpayers. That's why it's important to to understand you're not alone. I say all the time, you're not in the minority. But it feels like you're in the minority because the actual minority is so loud and angry and absolutely positively certain they're right that they intimidate the majority. You cannot allow the majority to be silenced by the minority. I've said this before, and it's something that when I first heard it, I thought, that's not right. I've been extremely benefited over the past couple of years by taking taking a leadership training called transformational leadership. No, I don't sell it. I don't teach it. I just, I'm not getting any cut off of it. You look it up. It's great. It's phenomenal. But one of the things they said in the very first session, and I thought, mm, nope, that's not right, that I've come to find out is 100% right, is that it takes only a 3 to 5% portion of a culture to radically shift the culture, whether it's a culture in a company or the culture on a team or the culture of a country. Three to 5% provided they're super committed to it because they bring a bunch of people along with them, and that's what I see in our country. There is not a majority opinion in favor of transgender ideology, crazy indoctrination of our kids in schools. I don't even think there's a majority of people who think vaccine mandates are a good idea. I think there are a lot of people who've been vaccinated that don't think mandates are a good idea. And so this is why today some of these headlines really encourage me. Here's one of them. Southwest drops plan to get rid of unvaccinated staff by December deadline. Now, why did that happen? Why did that happen? Because Southwest pilots did 
what they did that weekend that all those flights were canceled. They just, they had time off. So they just called in and said, hey, I'm taking the day off today, taking a personal day. Whoa, we didn't know that was coming. Why didn't you tell us? Oh, something come up. (laughs) Wink, wink. Something came up. Yeah, your stupid vaccine mandate came up. Now, they could have thrown bottles at Southwest headquarters and set fires, and they could have screamed and yelled and been ugly and nasty to Southwest management. That's how the left would do it. On the right, I think taking a page from the way that the Apostle Paul says to resist evil, they just stood against it. They just stood resolutely, firmly, but, you know, quietly and at peace. I got days off. I'm taking them. Taking them today. Well, we don't have anybody to man your flight. Not, not a, that's a you problem, not a me problem. So there's a headline. Another one. San Francisco shuts down In-N-Out Burger for not enforcing vaccine mandate. In-N-Out Burger, Fisherman's Wharf location, San Francisco. You think that's a lucrative location? <laughs> Is there an In-N-Out Burger franchise that's not a lucrative location? No. You're always in line at In-N-Out Burger because their food is phenomenal. But In-N-Out Burger just said, you know what? We refuse. This is a quote. We refuse to become the vaccination police. Are they going to suffer economically from it? Yes. Are they willing to suffer the consequences for it? Yes. And every time a company does something like this, and In-N-Out Burger is a Christian-owned company, the rest of us need to look at that and go, okay, okay. That's what they could do, forego the profits of in-house dining at one location Seems like a kind of a small step, but still a powerful step, still a sacrifice. What can I do? And maybe it motivates you. It should strengthen you. Another headline. 24 Republican attorney generals asked the Supreme Court to review the case of a high school coach fired for praying after games. Now, this is not even a coach in the state of Ohio. So why am I reading it? Because we yesterday told you the story of the coach at Liberty Benton High School near Finley, who's being criticized by one, read it, one person in the community who doesn't like that he offers the opportunity to his team to pray the Lord's Prayer before games and after games. So here's a coach in Washington State, about as geographically removed from every other state as you can be, but 23, and probably 24, because I doubt the the Attorney General of Washington State is a Republican, 24 Republican Attorney Generals around the country, nearly half the country say, hey, there's a guy worth backing. We're going to take time out of our day. We're going to write a letter. We're going to petition the Supreme Court. We're going to do something good for someone. Does it really concern me, my state? No. But is it important for me to do it? Yes. Yes. It is important for you to do it. Why? Because... I draw strength from that. Hey, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. And that's what I want to share with you today is you're not alone. I've got some numbers on school board candidates running in the state of Ohio. I'm so happy to hear about the number of people running. Now, I'm I'm hoping they're not running because they're, you know, enveloped in darkness and they want to further ideologies I don't support. But I just shared with you three headlines, and I got more. I got three, four, five, six, seven, eight headlines with Dave Chappelle at Netflix and Kamala Harris's illegal video in church and Margaret Atwood, who was a hero of the left until she wasn't when she pushed back against transgender ideology. And this is good news. And so I'd like to know, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, what 
encourages you. What encourages you? Because if you're listening to this show, you're either the enemy and you're trying to find something. Hey, can we get him fired for that? Probably not because my company supports me. But if you're like-minded, what encourages you? That's what I want to know. What encourages you? Because you got to look for the encouragement. And one of the things that I underscore is the important reason to look for encouragement is because if you get encouraged, then you do something, and it encourages someone else. And all of a sudden, our moderately quiet, barely audible voice gets louder, gets louder, and we have greater impact. That is why it's important to know that you are not alone. Nice to have you with us on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm going to share some encouraging headlines with you today because I think I see some cracks developing in the leftist way of living. And I'd like to know what encourages you to be, you heard the spot, for a, a culture warrior. If you're running for school board and your motivation for running for school board is that you want to protect kids from being indoctrinated. You have a radical idea that schools should confine their teachers to teaching approved, vetted information that's true. Not transgender ideology, not sexual orientation, not wokeism, not political beliefs. No, you'd actually like them to, they're a science teacher, Teach science. Things that can be proven and things that have been proven true by experimentation. <laughs> you would like your literature teacher to teach classics like Wuthering Heights or Huck Finn or uh, any of the works of John Steinbeck or Shakespeare. If you're a math teacher, you'd like for them to, you know, actually teach math. Don't need to talk politics. Don't need to talk gender ideology. If you're running for school board for that reason, you are a culture warrior. If you are a business employee, you don't even have to be an owner. You're just an employee. And they want you to take a seminar. And they want you to confess your inherent bias. If you stand up and break the uncomfortable silence... That you know other people in the room are thinking, this really doesn't apply to me, but I'm not going to say anything because I'm afraid what will happen. If you're the person with the courage to stand up in that environment and say, this doesn't apply to me. I treat everybody equally. And I'm not going to sit here for this training. Then you're a culture warrior. You may not think you are. You may not believe you are, but you are. Because you're just standing against it. We see it in the headlines today. Southwest was going to bounce anyone who didn't get a vaccine by mid-December. Now they say uh, that they will change that policy. And they will give their employees time to either finish their vaccines or apply for medical or religious exemptions. 
it sounds to me like they're going to be very liberal in giving their religious exemptions. Nick Rolovich, the coach at Washington State, who was fired, he could go quietly try to hook on under the radar. Maybe there's an NFL team that will hire me maybe a year or two from now. No, Nick Rolovich not going quietly. What's wrong with the way Washington State fired him for not giving him a religious exemption and contending that they don't owe him any money, Nick Rolovich is suing them. He's going to make it uncomfortable for them. He's going to take the public ridicule, and there's going to be ridicule from the left for sure. He's going to take that public ridicule in order to fight for what is right. Nick Rolovich is a culture warrior. He's not a football coach. He's a culture warrior. The person who owns In-N-Out Burger, who pushed back against having to police whether or not the customers had a vaccine card in order to come in and eat. They're a culture warrior. And thankfully, right here in Ohio, we apparently got a lot of culture warriors. Story from the uh, Statehouse News Bureau, Joe Ingalls writing it. More people are running for school board in Ohio. Many more than in recent years. 2,600 candidates running for local school boards. That's a 50% increase. 50% increase over four years ago. Now, are there any assurances that all of the new people running for school boards are people who share the love for American greatness, freedom, liberty, actual, true academic instruction? No. No, but I think it's pretty clear most of them are because the crazy left already had control of many of these schools. So it's not like, oh, you tell me, what's more likely? Somebody runs for school board because they're a crazy leftist and they go, you know, we're teaching CRT and we're teaching comprehensive sex education and social emotional learning. But, I mean, showing pornographic sex education stuff to middle schoolers, that's not near radical enough for me. I got to run so we can get that into the elementary schools. No, that's probably not the reason why somebody would run for school board. It's much more likely that someone would run for school board like Jennifer Foyt, Felicia Castle, Erica Detweiler, Sonia Walker, Diana Rigby, that's Olin Tangi, Jonathan Alder, Dublin, because they'd say, hey, I'm a mom. What is this nonsense they're trying to teach my kids? I'm going to run for school board. Almost 1,300 people are running for school board for the first time this year in the state of Ohio. In 2019, first-time school board candidates, 807. 807. So people are engaged. You are not alone. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.